Good morning. It's 3 a.m. It's Sunday, March the 12th, 2019. This is the 90th show. <laughs> Can you believe it? I certainly can't. Let's uh, let's start the show. <laughs> Here we go. 90th show. Here we go. Good evening, good morning, welcome to the 90th show. This is the 90th show, I am your host Gummo, and I've done this 90 times. <laughs> oh my goodness, oh no, uh, it's still early in the morning. How are you? Welcome, uh, welcome to the show, uh, coming to you from Chicago on top of the, you know, just I, I'm sitting here on, uh, you know, top of the... <laughs> Where whatever we're in a tall building downtown Chicago, and I can see the streets. Would you believe it's still cold here in Chicago? It's like cold today. Like it's right now. It's about forty degrees, forty degrees Fahrenheit, and uh, it's. I don't know. It's just. Chill. <laughs> it's chilly. And uh, something, something about the fact that it's May and it's still cold really uh, kind of, I don't know. You guys know how I feel about the weather, right? <laughs> Nevertheless, uh, it's still spring, so we have that to be thankful for. And how about you? Where are you at and how are you doing? Has spring reached you yet? Or maybe um, fall? depending on what uh, what and where you are and you know it's it's interesting uh, on the last show we had we had a lot of interesting information come out come out and back back and forth all of that stuff and I uh, had some good feedback on the last show. And thank you for that. Uh, thank you for your emails as well. You know, uh, speaking of email, right before the show, I checked my email. I was, uh, you know, I'm eagerly awaiting some sort of information from the whole Circle City conference that's supposed to take place at the end of the month, which I've been invited by uh, a few people to come and attend. But uh, I've, I've emailed the... Anyhow, I've e I've sent an email and I haven't heard back, uh, and the site's rather confusing. So I would really like to go down there. And I've spoken with Crash, and I'm like, "Hey, man, you know, we should go check out this whole Circle City conference conference con thing down in Indianapolis." And uh, so we're both on board to travel. 
uh, down there and see what's popping. But we don't. I mean, we don't know anything else. I mean, what 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 is what? Where is where? And how do you get from A to B? And so all of that's sort of confusing at this point. And so if anybody can help us out on that with any information, that would be great because, as I said, I'd really like to go down there and check it out. Nevertheless, thank you for the, for your email feedback. It's always nice to get uh, some feedback. <laughs> feedback, right? Yeah, feedback. Uh, and it's also nice to look forward to some warmer weather, I guess, here. And I was really unsure if I would even um, get up early this morning and come in and do the show because I was really tired and um, I don't know it was just a last minute thing to come down here uh, you know and at this time of the morning uh, it's really advisable not to take an L or any sort of <laughs> anything uh, so Uber is your best friend at this time of the morning or night depending on how you looked at it I remember last week I was up all day and all night and um, after the show we actually we actually went and uh, grabbed some breakfast and by the time we got uh, back to our uh, caskets <laughs> we were uh, we were pretty much uh, cooked for the uh, day but uh, it, it was it was it was really refreshing coming back last week and doing the show and catching up and you know all of that stuff and uh, one thing that I didn't mention on the last show also was at the end of the last show, was uh, that was actually a seventeen-year-old uh, uh, young lady on the drums doing a cover for Boston's "Don't Look Back," and if you haven't heard it, uh, you should <laughs> go and listen to at least the ending of Show Eighty-Nine and listen to what uh, this uh, amazing young lady can do with drums, and it's uh, beyond uh, incredible. I uh, believe her. Um, Give me a second here. I'm, I'm not even up. Okay. Um, so you can find this young lady on YouTube. Uh, she goes by the name of Sina Drums. Uh, S-I-N-A-D-R-U-M-S. Sina Drums. And she really just, uh, amazing young, talented young lady, as I said. And she does a lot of uh, covers for a lot of famous songs. And uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So check her out on YouTube. And um, yeah, check out some of the uh, cover songs that uh, she does. It's uh, nothing short of amazing. I, I can certainly uh, tell you that. Uh, and, you know, we really try to do the whole one-off thing when it counts. Uh, one of the things that, you know, it, it that I also wanted to uh, mention was the fact that uh, once in a while, I'll, I'll sit down and look at uh, the news, the, the American media news, national news, whatever kind of news it is. And I was uh, 
quite taken aback at sort of how the news is presented still you know i thought things would have changed over the past oh, i don't know decade but it's does it seems to be still going in the opposite direction when it comes to american mainstream news media and being and you know before before you think that i'm speaking out of of context i suppose i could tell you that i've spent a number of years working in media broadcast industries and so i pretty much know what i'm talking about when when it's really not right that uh american news media versus um other uh, established outlets uh differs in such a great variety and what i mean by that is you know just uh, you know you've got people screaming at each other and you've got this panel of people that really that real, I mean, they may be smart people and they may be knowledgeable in what they're talking about, but the, 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 there's four or five people, two or three, four, whatever. And there's, there's many people on the, the, the um, show or program or whatever it is. And it, they're just screaming at any people. There's a lot of, there's a lot of um, just, you know, real bitterness uh, within the the panelists and it really and afterwards after after you're drawn into this panel of whatever they're speaking about then it guts cuts to a tide commercial and then you sort of feel like well you know like well when when is the meat and potatoes of the conversation going to or you know engage and you, so you sit there and you're like uh and so you so you're waiting for another commercial and then another commercial and then finally after about three hours of watching or listening to the same media uh it just it turns out to be um really nothing and so it was interesting because you know as i said i, I watch a lot of foreign uh, media news outlets when i do <laughs> it was wow and i'm not going to name the networks or anything because everybody's entitled to their own opinion and, and what would that do right when i if i mention the networks like this network they're all the same they really are <laughs> seriously silly, uh, and it was it was definitely something about. I, and I really, I, I you know, I, I'm I was you know literally aghast, you know, while I'm watching this, you know, like, oh my god, you know, like is this, you know, but yeah, it was really a thing, and it was really happening, and I was part of it, and now you're part of it because I'm sharing it with you. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, so, you know, you guys know that I like raspberry pies, right? Because they do just simply amazing things. I, don't don't take my word for it. Go and do something amazing with a raspberry pie. I have for many years. And there's plenty of people out there that really know that I'm speaking from experience. Uh, and I love those those little um, things. And uh, raspberry pies are just great little pocket computers. They are just great. Anyhow, uh, as a true fan of the raspberry pie whole dealio there uh i'm always looking at something you know uh, tack-ons add-ons daughter boards mother boards sister boards whatever you name it you could add it to a raspberry pi and build from that 
And a, a lot of a lot of times, a lot of people they really don't see the function or you know when non-computer enthusiasts first discover raspberry pi they're like oh well what is this well uh, uh hey it's a full-blown computer anyhow i found a raspberry pi project They've been doing construction in here. Oh my God. Uh, they've been doing construction on the floor and there's dust everywhere in here. So, hmm. uh, so what I found basically was uh, a, quite a spirited little project that has uh, a display panel uh, with the Raspberry Pi and what seems to be well, I don't know. I think you just need to check it out. Uh, it's at a website called Geeky Gadgets. Uh, GeekyGadgets.com. It's geeky-gadgets.com forward slash raspberry hyphen pi pi hyphen smart hyphen mirror hyphen 08 hyphen 05 hyphen 2019 forward slash and Otherwise, you can just search for the article name. It's called DIY Raspberry Pi Smart Mirror Display for under $100. And I think it's really cool. It was written by, uh, it was actually uh, pretty well written by uh, Julian Horsey. And so check it out. Uh, Julian lays it all out on the line with photos and tutorials and steps and all of that stuff. I think, I don't know. I'm looking at the brief summary here. And it looks pretty cool. And I kind of dig it anything that you can do with a raspberry pi and just not this particular display of course there's many other aftermarket uh, displays that you could add to a raspberry pi that will turn it into a, a self-contained computer and uh, a friend a friend of mine actually in arizona has the his uh, solar array connected to his inverters and whatnot and his tesla power walls and all that because you know yes we know we know Derek, you like to live off the grid. And and what's really cool is that uh, he has um, Raspberry Pis doing all of the um, processing for the uh, his off-grid uh, system. And uh, until I get his uh, nod, I won't uh, mention anything else about it. But they are amazing little computers. They are um, amazing devices. They, they serve many functions. And in the past, I've actually uh, utilized Raspberry Pis as um, security uh, alarms uh, on networks. Check that out. Check it out. It's really super cool. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my God. Give me a second. So it's, you know, as a, it's what, like 3.20 in the morning, 3-something, three 3-something three in the morning. It's after 3, and I'm drinking a, a strawberry lemonade with crushed ice and a slice of lime. Thank you. But, you know, it's just the whole fruity, citrusy thing that kind of wakes me up in the middle 
of the night. Uh, recently, Baltimore was hit by ransomware, forcing uh, officials to shut down the, in the entire city. I mean, their servers, that is, their IT infrastructure. Uh, recently, Baltimore Mayor Bernard Young said that IT teams were working to recover from a devastating cyber attack. Young in city IT director Frank Johnson who I don't think will be IT director much longer, briefed reporters on the hack, but didn't say how long it would take the city to be up and running. Uh, Johnson went on to say he doesn't care what kind of systems you put in place. They always can find a way to infect your... Oh, no, um, I, I misquoted. Uh, Mayor Young, rather, said he doesn't care what kind of systems that you put in place. They, they I assume that he's talking about uh, criminal miscreants, always find a way to infect your systems. Uh, I know we're going to do all we can to solve this issue and put up other protections. Uh, Johnson said the ransomware involved is uh, a form of ransomware called the Robin called Robin hood. And he, uh, he went on to say that he, uh, he just, his description was of the ransomware was uh, quote, very aggressive. Uh, thousands of uh, city employees were told to unplug their computers and some departments even sent their workers home for the day as experts tried to stop the cyber bleeding after the ransomware virus spread throughout the network. The Department of Public's, Public Works tweeted that both its email and customer service phone lines were not working and told residents to try to pay their bill. Or to, they, they told residents trying to pay their bill rather to uh, just wait and hold off. Uh, Young went on to say that Baltimore police, fire, EMS, and 311 services were operational and that the city shut down the majority of its service out of abundance of caution. Uh, and of course, folks, this isn't the first time the city of Baltimore has been hit by ransomware. Last year, the same uh, city... Uh, well, you know, the city and its 911 dispatch system was compromised, and uh, that led to almost a 20-hour shutdown. Uh, and it seems that the, 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 the issue seemed to have rised from, uh, arose, whatever. It, it, the issue popped up when an internal change to the firewall was made by a contractor who was working on the firewall related to another issue or something like that. Uh, and Baltimore is hardly alone, folks. You know, other U.S. cities have been breached. Last year, Atlanta was hit. And rather than to pay the $80,000 ransomware, um, Atlanta spent millions, millions, tens of millions of dollars. And of course, last year in Atlanta, the ransomware uh, locked important city data behind uh, an encrypted firewall. Uh, in December, a federal grand jury also in Atlanta indicted two Iranian nationals 
for creating and deploying the SamSam ransomware that crippled online government services for more than a week. Uh, according to court documents, the Department of Justice claimed that the two have collected more than $6 million in ransom payments since they first launched SamSam back in 2015. Now, that's interesting. You know, that's that's not, this isn't a thing of if uh, for businesses or, or governments or any sort of system, system key critical infrastructure, uh, anybody is pretty much fair target, fair game. It, all it really takes, and it really, all it really takes is something as simple as one innocent looking email, SMS, something. And it's, it's happening a lot. It happens every day. You know, speaking of that, speaking, maybe I'll talk about it on the next show. I think I will because I wanted to run something else by you guys tonight or this morning, rather. And it's it was that I, you know, I was looking at some of the uh, the scammer rage videos uh, on YouTube where. Uh, tech tech support logs into your computer and does this does that the other and I was I was quite frightened to see the ease in which it criminals are able to do that and so um, I think it you know it I, I think it's really important that education is really a key fundamental in preventing things like this from occurring and so try to educate people as much as you can just because you may be some elite um, five-star hacker doesn't mean that you can you can't ignore the simple basics of education and so with that sort of mentality and ideal and narrative coming from you I think that holds a lot more weight to people that really should uh, absorb it from someone like you. And so education is definitely key, critical, and important to get something like that off the ground. And so uh, try to advise people. Say, listen, don't ever let anyone log into your computer remotely. Uh, something else that caught my eye uh, earlier this past week was the fact that there was a Florida man. I know if, if you actually go to Google and type in Florida man, you will see the silliest results. But uh, again, right, <laughs> a Florida man who was arrested for refusing to remove a vulgar sticker off of his pickup truck was arrested. Listen to this. Check this out. So recently, a Florida man who was arrested for refusing to remove a vulgar sticker that read, I eat a blank blank, had the charges against him dropped. Uh, Dylan Shane Webb, 23, was charged with a misdemeanor court or misdemeanor count of violating Florida's obscenity law and resisting an officer without violence when he refused to remove the sticker from his truck. Webb had told the Associated Press that arresting Columbia County Sheriff's deputies seemed angry from the beginning of the traffic stop. Uh, it seems that, of course, the deputy overstepped his boundary by asking him to remove the sticker, Webb told the New York Post. And he also went on to say that I want people to see that police officers are also not above the law. And this is true. 
Webb was initially cited for obscenity with a notice to appear in court and was told to change the derogatory part of the sticker, but Webb refused. He was then charged with resisting and taken to jail, where he was released hours later on a $2,500 bond. Webb admitted, of course, that there are limits to the First Amendment right to free speech, but maintained that his sticker, which crudely described a person's sexual appetite, was not one of them. You know, take, take, let's move on, shall we? Let's just move on. Okay, so uh, what, what I wanted to bring to you tonight is uh, pretty much uh, the feature presentation, I guess. And this is something that I found interesting moving forward because a lot of, as, as I've mentored young hackers and continue to mentor young hackers uh, around the world and here in Chicago, uh, one thing that uh, young, the younger hackers don't know about is that before all of this, there was something else. And before something else, there was even something before then. And so I wanted to take all of you back in a time, in a, through a time warp, right? So uh, if, you, if you've listened to any of the previous shows and you know about me, you know that um, I'm an old phone freak from the 80s. And uh, used to used to have fun, uh, even back in the late 70s when I was a kid uh, and the early 80s, uh, I was right there on party lines, uh, freaking telephones, freaking pay phones, uh, dial, you know, war dialers, uh, pocket dialers, the, t- the Tandy pocket dialer. Does anybody remember the Radio Shack Tandy pocket dialer uh, and stuff like that? And so... A lot. It, it it was really an art to understand the phone system from a freaker's perspective, and there were a lot of phone freaks. There were a lot of personalities. There were there were. It, it was just like today's internet, but it was over the phone system, and of course, access was almost always entirely not entirely legal. But it was fun. It was another era. It was another time, and it was. It was sometimes it was so amazing because some of the phone freaks, I mean, myself, you know, freaking phones and joining party lines, you know, you met some of the most amazing people uh, and they may and 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 quite many and a few of them made such a huge impact on me growing up uh, and who, who have who I am now, I guess. But it was just such a great time to be alive and to not saying now is it but it was a great time to be alive and just the the curiosity the discovery of the phone system was just so so amazing to discover you know clicks and dial drops and 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 uh, just there's so many acronyms i can't even you know but so what i wanted to do for the next few shows is take you back in time all right, well, maybe I'll just take you back on this show. I don't know. I wanted to take you back to the year 1971. And this is made by, uh, this was created by uh, literally no one knows. He was a phone freaker. Uh, and he, let's see. He was in the Seattle area at the time. 
and he decided to make some information on how to freak phones and 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 not only how to freak phones but what all of these things meant what all of these tones meant how to dial who you you were dialing and so forth and so i wanted i wanted to share with you this very interesting time trip back in time to 1971 and listen to one of the very first phone freak uh, freaks out there putting something together for you to listen to uh, and for me to listen to. And so let's go ahead and check this out. And I'm going to listen to it uh, for the first time along with you guys. So let's check it out. This is made by, this was made in 1971 by an, the unknown phone freak. Here we go. Check it out. Well, I suppose it's about time I got around to making this tape for you. I can tell you right now it's not going to be the best because I'm not on uh, local, uh, local type recordings and things like that, so I can let you hear it as it sounds to me and try and do my best at explaining it and what I don't explain. Maybe you can figure out yourself by listening to it. Well, I think I'll uh, give you all the, uh, well not all, but a majority of the disconnect recordings which some of them just keep repeating, as in the case of General System, and the others give you intercept operator in the case of Bell System. There are a few Bell Systems which just give you continuous recordings, but most of them give you intercept. So, uh, we'll start out with a uh, number one crossbar disconnect recording, then gives you the intercept, and I'll I won't uh, bother to give you, like, you know, one crossbar, five crossbar, and step and panel, because in Bell System, it's the same man's voice on the disconnect recording, and they all work pretty much the same. So I'll give you uh, just a crossbar and a step, and then they'll, uh, the rest will uh, be disconnect recordings in uh, general and little independent companies surrounding the uh, area that I'm in. The first one here, I'll uh, let you listen to our touch tone dial tone, which I'll go into a little bit later, and you'll hear me touch tone the number out.
That was an intercept from a number five crossbar and bell system. And the following will be a a uh, recording, and sometimes the recording is bypassed, and it connects you directly into the intercept. But anyway, this is in a step office in Bell System. not a recording, but it's um, the tone, I guess you want to call it that. Uh, it's the tone that you get if you dial a bad prefix or a uh, non-existing prefix or a non-existing area code if you're dialing long distance. number, you'll notice that I'll, I'll touch tone the number, it, the equipment will go through the normal procedure of identifying the line, sending the call through, but once it gets to the toll office, the local toll office, um, it recognizes that it's a non-existing number and it will give you a recording with uh, the area code at the end. But anyway, here it is.
I'm sorry. All circuits are busy now. Will you try your call again later, please? This is a recording. 2062. Well, you can't win them all. That was a... Uh, all circuits are busy, obviously, recording. However, the disconnect recording is the exact same thing, only it says, I'm sorry, we, your number cannot go through as dialed. Please check the number and dial again, or ask your operator for assistance. 2062. 206 being the area code, 2 being the designation code that it's in Seattle. I think now we'll press on to uh, ringing tones and dial tone without an S because it's all of Seattle is touch tone so therefore it would all sound pretty much the same way and it's very difficult for me to get any place else to record any of the other types of dial tone so I'll just have to give you the touch tone dial tone so anyway we'll start off with a number one crossbar ring a number five crossbar ring a step uh, step ring those all being in bell system and then I'll give you uh, try and give you a couple different types of rings in general and independent companies in the area and uh, anything else that I happen to think of as I go along you will keep in mind that um, these calls are being placed from a number one office, so you're hearing them as they go through the equipment in a number one crossbar office. some strange region. reason, people in the United States like to answer their phone rather quickly. Now I'll see if I can get you some uh, ringing tones in independent companies in the surrounding area. 
With a little bit of luck, we might find a few. be all that much on this side of the tape. It'll mostly be uh, tones, 
and test numbers and I'll uh, let you hear how information answers and I'll give you the time recording and the weather recording and maybe I might even call a few long distance numbers who knows first of all I'll uh, tell you about our loop arounds we have it's a uh, seven digit number two seven digit numbers such as uh, 824-0018 and 0019 if you call 824-0018 you will get a milliwatt tone if you call 824-0019 it will trip into silence if one person calls 8 and one person calls 9 they will get connected together and may talk in a unrestricted normal type conversation as if one person had called the other however they're talking through a test circuit the original purpose for these lines were for central offices to call other central offices and test the transmission between offices and uh, whatever else they might <laughs> want to do with it I guess but mostly it's for transmission testing on the on the uh, trunks from office to office and here's the milliwatt tone
and 10 seconds. At the tone, the time will be 11.47 and 20 seconds. At the tone, the time will be 11.48. Exactly.
Bye now. Sorry about that last one, but apparently since the there's no school the past two weeks, there's obviously no reason to have lessons on the phone, so I guess you'll have to do without. But that is the voice, though, and that is how it works. And so uh, since I've just really mutilated this tape, which I'm sorry, but I really did it in a hurry because... And I shouldn't have. I should have taken my time. But it was all compiled within about 30 minutes. And I don't know, I'm really busy. I just have thousands of things going at once. And so I'm sorry about the quality of it. I'll try, if I can find some time over the holidays or something, I'll try and get another one done more to the caliber of yours, which was just excellent. Uh, but in the meantime, I hope that this suffices, or at least gives you some idea of what phones sound like, at least wise in the state of Washington. And again, I'm sorry about the quality and the poor workmanship. So, but before I leave, they'll, uh, I'll put on here the touch-tone tones, one through zero. So, uh, give me a call please, because I haven't heard from you for about a week or so, and, because uh, I'm, I'm eager, <laughs> even though I, it's hard for me to live up to my end of the deal, but I try, but I'm eager to talk about our, uh, little thing that we were talking about, our electronic components, uh, little thing we were talking about on the phone last time you phoned me, I was eager to find out what you found out about it. So, I'll talk to you later, and this is the end of the tape. I'll put the tones on and put it in a package and mail it to you right away. So, hope to hear from you soon. checking into finding out whether or not I can purchase a touch-tone pad legally for you. But we'll discuss that later. So, this is the end. Goodbye. So how about that, right? It, what, what a trip that is. Wow. I'm still trying to process. I think it was too early in the morning for me to actually try to process any of that. So, uh, I will listen to it again try to make a sense of it you know it's been (laughs) wow so that's really how the phone that's really how that and that's just really a taste of how the phone system was back in the day and next week uh i will actually share some more interesting insight on old phone freaking and uh so we'll call this uh phone freaking introduction part one How's that? And then next week we'll run like a part two. And, you know, I, I really want to share as, as much as I can without boring you to death with uh, all, some of this older technology. And so I, I promise I won't hang it over the span of many shows or anything. But I really wanted to share this with you because I think it's special. I think it's uh, personally, I think it's something that's being forgotten about. 
and you know with big data voip and all of this crazy silliness i really think that uh the art of hacking really has a lot of uh solid foundation to what is going on now and so to understand what's going on now for me i don't know i don't want to get philosophical but i just want you to realize that there's other cool there were other cool things before www.something.com uh and before i close the show out i wanted to give you one more bite of uh good information i was reading a white paper uh and you can find it you can find it on uh oxford's oxford's website uh, University of Oxford, actually. And the, na- the title of the paper is called, get ready for it, A New Take on Detecting Insider Threats, Exploring the Use of Hidden Markov Models. Did you get that? If not, you can rewind it a little bit and play it over and over again until you're able to Google it and find the white paper. Uh, the paper was, um, it, the, you know, it's it's a wonderful paper and it was put together last year and i think that if you are like you know that kind of security guru person that you are you should check it out and follow the wormhole that way uh okay so that's it uh, really guys uh, i'm gonna get out of here and finish my strawberry lemonade uh, i had some wonderful discussions last week with uh, a lot of you people and it was a- i was actually able to meet a wonderful team and i enjoyed meeting them hmm and uh, hopefully I can get down there to Circle City Con on the weekend at the end of the month with Crash. I don't <laughs> see how to get in. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess what we'll do is we'll just show up at the front door and just try to get a ticket that way. I don't know. Maybe we'll get refused, barred, banned. I don't know. But we're, we are definitely shooting to get down there to Circle City Con at the end of the month. I think it's a Saturday. I think we're going to go down on a Saturday. So far, that's the modus operandi. Uh, Be sure to visit the website, hackers.xxx, and all of the wonderful outlets that you're able to download and listen to this really ridiculous podcast on. And as always, uh, you can reach out to us on the website as well. And I have been posting a few tweets lately, so I'm, I'm not on I'm not on Twitter, but you can reach me there if you want to. And also, be sure to check out the events page on the website hackers.xxx forward slash what? You got it, events, and you should be able to find an event that's close to you on the event page. And uh, I just want to wrap that up with saying thank you again for 90, wow, 90 shows. Doing this 90 times, I feel like I've grown into something that I never thought I would actually do. And each time that I do it, I feel more and more comfortable doing it. Maybe you can tell, huh? Maybe not. I don't know. I wanted to say hi to all of my uh, friends, family. And it is Mother's Day today. I wanted to say hi to all of the wonderful mothers and moms out there who really work two to three full-time jobs just to take care of their, their kids. And when I say two to three full-time jobs, I mean, most moms this day and age, they work a regular full-time job and then they have to take care of the children. And then they have to do other things on top of that. And it's amazing 
what someone who is dedicated to being a mother and a true caring person puts themselves through. And for that, we recognize that. And thank you to all the moms out there. Thank you to my mom. Thank you to your mom. Thank you to all of our moms because we wouldn't be here without them, right? And so happy Mother's Day to you from us to you. And hopefully you will join us again next week. I don't know if it'll be next week. It may be the week after. I don't know. I'm trying to remain consistent. I know. But nevertheless, it's supposed to be a little bit warmer next weekend. I don't know. It all depends on my mood. Until then, take care of yourself. Please use your skills for something good. And hey, moms, we do love you. Thank you for everything that you do. Seriously, thank you. Uh, Until the next show, take care of yourself. Use your skills for something good. And we'll see you for show number 91 next time. Until then, peace out.
Wait for 